2: Progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: So we're we're arguing about receiver a lot. I actually like at eleven o'clock. I think the Texans might have an opportunity to duplicate perhaps last year's most thought out beneficial move at the wide receiver position. All right. And I'll talk about that at eleven o'clock. But I think I I think that there could be like a X factor that Could end up being duplication of arguably last year's most beneficial move. Landry Locker, B. Scott in for John Lopez. Uh, We're going to have Cody Suits join us for an 11 a.m. power hour. Uh, Obviously, Mike Evans, Saquon Barkley are the popular topic. So we'll just start right there. We'll get into what uh, Payne and Pendergast said. Uh, at ten twenty, I, I I enjoyed it. I, I think they're being more reckless than Lopez, though. I think I am the only logical one in this in this like entire thing. I, like Seth and Sean want to pay Patrick Queen and Christian Wilkins. Like I, 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 I'm, I, I think I sit somewhere in between. I think I am actually the logical one. Yes, somehow here, here like I, I love that Seth is more into Patrick Queen
3: than he is to Saquon Barkley. Like that that part of it surprised. Like Patrick Queen, who is the second best linebacker on his own team. He's into that more than he's into Saquon Barkley. Now, he was talking about Derrick Henry toward the end of y'all's show, Yeah, the end of the Pain and Pain I can Gas. get down
1: with that. I could get down with that. I, I, know a lot of, I
3: need a running back. Yeah. I, I, I need a running back. I'm t- and I feel like that is the meeting of the middle. You know, and, and I know Lopez is not into the Derrick Henry thing. Yeah, But to me, for me, that feels like the meeting of the middle. A short-term deal, a guy that's still got a little bit left, going to be a little bit expensive. Maybe you're overpaying, but it's not a long-term commitment but I am surprised that he's not into any of these high ticket items at all. Like, yeah, not,
1: not even a little bit. And I also don't think running backs. Like, I don't think running backs are as like I, I, they're not getting the deals that they used to get. You know, like they're the running backs are right now. They're almost a bargain. They they still make significant impact. Like the impact hasn't gone away. And yes, the Christian McCaffrey. They're not paying as much. They 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 traded half a draft when they didn't have draft picks. Like it's not they, they they lit like that's that that by by default, like if you're trading a second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, whatever they traded, like you're basically trading four opportunities to have guys on rookie deals. So I wouldn't like minimize what they traded Christian McCaffrey for. I, I do find it interesting, and this is where this is where Seth is way ahead of us in like, you know, is Saquon Barkley good? I think he is. Yeah. I, I think he is. Um but but I understand what he's saying there. The, the other thing is this. Like, you have four receivers on rookie deals. Nico Collins, now that's going to expire this year. Tank Dell, you're going to have three more years of that. Xavier Hutchinson, John Mechie. Hutchinson yep. and Mechie might not even be on the team next year. Yeah, so they you should, might even be able to draft guys. They
3: should be fighting for a roster
1: spot. You have already invested in your offensive line for better or worse. So, so it's not like you're going to be bringing in offensive linemen. You have a quarterback on his rookie deal, so the Mike Evans thing is interesting because yes, I, I I think Mike Evans is the age obviously matters. I don't know what Mike Evans is looking for. Like if you're telling me he's, if you're telling me he's going to get a four year deal, man, yeah. that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Now if it's a two year deal and you're and you're paying a lot and you're front loading it because of the situation you're in, I think that's fine uh, as well. But the the thing that we all do and I think we're all guilty of this is. We take like we we take like examples to fit what we're saying, you know. Like yeah. I I say, you know, this is this guy, this guy, this guy flopped, and this is why you don't do that. There's exceptions to to all the rules when it comes to how you spend this, how you spend money, etc. The one thing I would say, and Clint brought this up, and I brought it up yesterday as well, like all these teams that are on the edge, and and, and it feels like, and I think this is a good mindset for Seth to have. He doesn't necessarily think the Texans are, like, one playmaker away, like the Dolphins did when they traded for Tyreek Hill, like the Bills did when they traded for Stephon Diggs, like the um, you-name-a-squad you that uh, A.J. Brown, Philadelphia traded for A.J. Brown. It feels like he doesn't necessarily think that they're, that, uh, they're one player away, and he thinks that wide receivers is a position of strength, so he's not open to Mike Evans. I, I just don't – I'll put it this way. I look at Mike Evans, if you're talking about, like, a two- or three-year deal – I look at that as less risky than paying Patrick Queen, you know, damn near a hundred million dollars for five years to play linebacker. I, I I look at that. I look at that as reckless. Yeah, but I don't get why not being a player away, no matter what
3: position you're talking about. Let it be a defensive position. Let it be Mike Evans at wide receiver or Saquon Barkley. Maybe you're not a, a running back away. Whatever it is, I don't get why you cannot be a player away, and that's like you're conceding internal development and growing from within the margins at the same time like I I think you can do that if you draft well like you need a lot of things to go right if you're gonna spend big on these big ticket items and rely on like some of the younger players to step up and things like that but all of these things can happen and it is what you're rooting for when you're talking about upgrading your team so for me I guess it's just not good enough to say that they're not a a wide receiver away or a running back away or a weapon away. Like to me, you still need to go out there and get that. You still need to go out there and upgrade those other positions. And to the point that you're making about, you know, the CJ Stroud and his rookie deal, we were talking about this before the show, they have either paid or hit in the draft at the most expensive positions. They paid their tackles already. Larry McTunzel and Titus Howard, no matter what you think about Titus Howard, they paid both of those guys. Those are the damn tackles. C.J. Stroud, we already know the deal there. Looks like an elite quarterback on a rookie deal. You do have some wide receivers, like you talked about, on rookie deals. But on top of that, you got a cornerback on a rookie deal. That's going to come up at some point. Defensive end on a rookie deal and Will Anderson. These are the most expensive positions. This is where it would cost you the most money if you were going to try to swing big. You are now swinging big at other positions that are not necessarily going to cost you as much. We're talking about defensive tackles. An extra wide receiver. Like, I think you can afford to do these things because of your very
1: specific and particular situation. The projections for Patrick Queen and Christian Wilkins Patrick Queen, five years, $92 million. That is a prototypical bad free agent contract. Like, that is, that is, that is, we talk about epitomes. That is that is the prime example of a bad free agent contract. Like if you're gonna do that, five with- years, ninety two million for Patrick Queen for me is that is that is as reckless as anything you could do with Mike Evans.
3: You know who I bet ain't gonna cost that?
1: Blake Cashman. Like whatever. the— he- Like if you're gonna overpay for a Queen's linebacker, obviously a better player. But, I, I get that. But, but
3: but I think but would you prefer the dro- like the drop off between Patrick Queen and Blake Cashman for the difference in price that I suspect that to be. I'll take that. Like, we're talking about smart money. Like, go give Patrick Queen's money to Saquon Barkley or spread it out between Derrick Henry and then go get that defensive tackle that you're talking about. Like, if you want to, you know, talk about smart money. Okay, well, that, I, to me, that's a smarter way to do it. Spread the money out a little bit as opposed to giving a lot of money for what I think is a slightly better than marginal upgrade from Blake Cashman to Patrick Queen. Like, I... I that, that to me, as much as I want them to swing big and to spend this money that they've got –
0: waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey
1: john lopez not in b scott in for him john lopez popular topic this morning though uh this was more from uh, seth and sean we have a philosophical divide the philosophy of free agency there is a divide among shows uh this was seth talking about where he would like to throw the money uh in in reaction to lopez talking about mike evans and saquon barkley if i'm going to spend exorbitantly at the top of the market it's going to be at impact positions with guys who are healthy as hell and who i feel really good about are, are going to handle the money well too Defensive end, linebacker, yeah. tight end, uh, not wide receiver this year. Tripling down on wide receiver right now instead of spending money on an edge rusher or a, a linebacker or a tight end or something like that. That's just stupid. Let me ask you this: like, because this is this is the who? Like, who's this edge rusher that that we're speaking of? Like a tight end? Like tight end is not going to be expensive. Like Dalton Schultz is the best tight end on the market, so yeah. there's not there's not like an opportunity to get a big tight end like we're naming positions like if you told me yeah you can go get an elite edge rusher that would be fine who's this guy Daniel, like do you want to <laughs> Daniel wanna, Hunter Daniel <laughs> Hunter he's about? yeah yeah do, yeah Daniel Hunter do you want to do, do you want to go at like do you want to pay Brian Burns 27 mil do you want to like negotiate with him on the franchise tag I, I i don't know like who is this edge rusher who is this tight end the defensive tackle we've talked about is is Christian Wilkins so so my question would be like which which guys are we talking about here like what's the what's the name uh there and and i don't know i don't look at it as necessarily tripling down on uh, on a wide receiver well, see,
3: that's my objection to what he's saying there. I,
1: am i giving mike evans four years 80 million no, no probably no not. i'm definitely not doing that no but
3: i do wonder if we're doing a little bit of overvaluing and overstating exactly what they have at wide by receiver. by the way
1: mike evans I, I would say wide receiver and running back are impactful when done right a little like bit when, when you bring in the right running back and the right wide receiver i would say they're pretty impactful yeah, a, a, I, like because I don't know what impactful means, but I would say like if if Saquon is good, and two years ago he was basically he basically led the Giants into the playoffs, and he 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 got hurt year two, year three, whatever it was, he missed he missed all the games. But Mike Evans has been healthy as hell. I I I, I don't know what what is impact.
3: Yeah, well the the mentality that kind of bothers me a little bit is you've got Nico Collins, you've got Tank Dale, and so therefore you only need to upgrade along the margins or just bring in a slightly better version of Robert Woods and Noah Brown and we're good that's fine as well but but I don't like to me if you have the opportunity it is fine but if you have the opportunity to upgrade even from those guys and slot them down to me that is impactful So now you're telling me, that guys that you might be overvaluing a little bit have a small sample size of success between Nico Collins and Tank Dell. I'm as big of a Nico Collins and Tank Dell guy as you'll find. But they got a limited sample size of success. You upgrade the position with Mike Evans, and now those are your top three guys. To me, that's impact. That's impact, especially if it's a the type of deal that you can front load and kick the can down the road a little bit, of talking about being responsible. Like this is a short-term play. You're doing this. Because and while you have all of these other assets on the cheap, that's why it makes sense. So you're you are betting on the immediate future there.
1: I will say this though: the one thing I will say, pain and, I don't think Payne and Pintergrass are the epitome of like some sort of fan base or anything like that. That I, I I I would agree with them on that. I do not think that they are that. No, I I am intrigued to hear what Lopez has to say. On Monday, I mean, there's a lot of takes. Like, some people want Mike Evans, some people don't. I, I think there is a balance of of spending wisely um, versus not spending. But I, I don't want to get bogged down in. Well, you need an edge rusher more. You need a defensive tackle more. Like sometimes that's not available. Like sometimes that's not available. Like so I I, I need a name. Like me and McLean used to argue about this all the yeah. time. Like he would come in here and say, "Well, they need an elite corner, and they need well, okay. Is that is that how it works? Like do I just say? Hey, here's go to
3: AGB and get
1: one real let quick. Let me Hey, Cadell, give me an elite corner. Call his name out. Yeah, I well, don't know where this elite edge rusher is. But this is the part that I feel like we should come together on. Like from what Seth is saying, what we're saying, like, and I actually I actually get I actually side more with like I I don't think they just I I 100% agree with Seth and Sean that free agency is not the recipe for Long term success. I 100 percent agree on that. And Lopez and I have disagreed on that. I 100 percent understand that you don't just go throw the money around.
3: Yeah. Well, no disrespect to Lopez, but I don't even feel like that's a take. I feel like that there's enough proven.
1: Yeah, that's not even like an exception. That's just that's just what it is. I think that's
3: a statement of fact. I don't think you can dispute that. But but where I would go, this is what I don't get. I don't see why we can't at least agree that with the money that they have and with the holes that Seth is talking about like he's talking about hey you got to spend this money to fill out, you know fill out the roster you got 30 plus free agents the the roster is essentially empty well if that's the case and you have this money and outside of the positions that I talked about the premium ones where they've already I already paid or they've drafted the guy you know Will Anderson, CJ Stroud outside of that they need all of these positions shouldn't they be interested in all of these cats cuz you can't sign them all but they should be interested in every almost every big ticket item that they like like unless they don't like the player that's different but they've got the money to sign any one of these players that they want they should be at the very least flirting with all of them you're not going to sign them all anyway they got but they, you're in a
1: position to sign any of them they got really like very few areas where they can focus on offense which is which is kind of good Depending on what you think about the offensive line, like they're 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 locked in, yeah. like they're locked they're locked into that to that offensive line. So they're it's not like you're going to get offensive linemen. tight ends or I don't want to say cheap, um, but well, this is what I'm saying. They 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 need more
3: receivers. They need a running back. They Dalton Schultz. They got to figure that out whether they're going to bring him back or replace him. So they need all the. The only place that we're talking about is offensive line where they don't need. Then you go over to the defensive side. They got all of these needs. So they should be, in theory, interested in every single guy. It's just kind of nailing down what you can actually pull off.
1: I don't even know what to compare it to because I, I do love the balance and I think this is I think this is really I, I think this is where Seth's mindset is is extremely safe. Not not like overly safe, but like balancing we're a player away, let's go swing for the fences and get it done, and it's a year to year league and there are a lot of holes on the roster. I I do think that's a that's a healthy balance to have for sure. Yeah, because I don't think the Texans are like where Buffalo has been the last couple of years, where you swing and, and he brought this up, you swing for Von Miller and you think that's going to get you over the top. Like I, I I do think it's a healthy balance to have and like a a healthy philosophy for sure. But I but I think it completely gets wiped away when you say sign Christian Wilkins or sign Patrick Queen. That's what my problem is. Like if you. Like, if you're telling me you want to, like, kick the tires on Chase Young and try to get him at, like, a relatively cheap deal, or you want to figure that out, that's fine. But as soon as as soon as soon the names, and, and, and Sean might be the one mentioning this more, but as soon as the names Patrick Crean and Christian Wilkins get mentioned, that's where I'm kind of like, okay, that's just as – that's actually closer to an example that you can point to of bad free agency approaches – or the approach that we say the Texans aren't at one player away than bringing in like a guy like Mike Evans who's one of one I mean, 10 straight 1,000-yard seasons hasn't happened. Like The the Patrick Queen or the Christian Wilkins philosophy is more so bad, bad free agency mindset than the Mike that's, Evans thing, That's or just kind, as bad. That's
3: kind of for the Chicago Bears of the world, the lower teams like that
1: that got all this cap money and they need to improve their team. Any way possible, or the buffaloes like even like that say, hey, we're gonna we're gonna go get Von Miller because we're one piece away.
3: Yeah, but but also like you're talking about upgrading the roster overall, man. Like you've got all of these different spots. I don't see why you've got to be picky about exactly where you do it at. Like to me, the upgrade. This is what I would ask. This is the question I should have asked. Seth. What is the consequence? Like, if you think the player sucks, if he's going to come in here and, and whiff, like, he he apparently doesn't think Saquon Barkley is all that good. I can live with that. Yeah. Like, I, I disagree. Nah, and he's but, laid out
1: a good case for Derrick Henry.
3: Yeah, and, I, and I've and i laid out the same a similar case for Derrick Henry myself, so I'm actually with him on that. If you don't think the player is worth the money, all right, we don't have to have the conversation beyond that. I I, I get it. But what's the consequence of a player that you believe in and paying a little bit extra for him? Like, to me – the, the reward outweighs the risk to me tremendously, especially when you consider what you're paying these other guys.
1: Brandon Scott in for John Lopez. Cody Stude's coming in for the Power Hour. We're talking Texans offseason uh, and having some fun with you on a Friday. Shout-out to everyone uh, enjoying their Friday right along with us. We'll make it go by quicker. Coming up, here is the philosophy. Let's get more into this uh philosophy this free agent philosophy plus brandon scott's going to lay out five reasons he would not would not would sign saquon barkley next
2: this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds